Today doesn't feel like the day for the annual tongue-in-cheek New Year's reading with a bunch of rubbish predictions. While rummaging around for easy throwback content this week, I found this old post from August 2021. Weirdly, it feels like as good of a New Year's reading for the new calendar year in January as it did for the new school year in August. August cards aside, I think this year is going to be palpably different from the past half dozen or so. I get the feeling it is going to be a year of, okay. It's okay to be okay. There is a real risk of slipping into seeing ourselves as victims and falling into a lava pit of blame or continuing the acid bile anger and hatred that has been so stoked over years, no, decades. It is okay if you don't feel euphoric or joyous about 2022 considering what the world has been through and still endures. Okay is okay. We could all do with a little lukewarm, middle-of-the-road cozy Goldilocks zone, I think. In 2017 it felt like a zombie apocalypse with a feeling of impending doom considering who was about to be sworn in as president. Then, after a swirl of disaster and destruction on a political level came 2020 where every intuitive's bell was ringing red alert for one reason or another. The reading for that year gave a mental image I still clearly remember. I can still see that US map with tiny tornadoes all over it followed by the mental image a hurricane on the horizon. 2021's reading brought the mental image of peeking our head out of a mental and emotional storm cellar to survey the damage. This year continues the narrative, but with a whole different feel. In my mind's eye it is the same disaster scene, but the sun is brighter this time and we are all fully climbing out of the shelter, not just taking a cautious peek to see if the coast is clear. The mourning and cleaning and binding of wounds is beginning. It all hasn't ended, but we may well be at the beginning of end instead of the end of the beginning like we were a year ago. Mourn. Heal. Sweep up. Abide with this precious moment we have now. This isn't a time to be paralyzed in terror of an uncertain future. This isn't the time to dwell in resenting the past. This isn't the time for trying to recreate a past that will never be again. This is our time to lay the foundation for a future that is right for for us, right for the times that are the here and now, not for the forces that created the disaster that has so profoundly changed us over the past five or fifty years. When Gandhi said to be the change you want to see in the world, I think he meant be as a very active verb. It is time to protect the important things that were almost lost, and time to create the important things that were neglected before. It is time to live and do and be. It doesn't start on New Year's Day. It starts every day. Every minute. Each new breath can be a fresh start. Inhale deeply. My New Year's wish for you is that the first thing you can be is at peace with the moment we are in, even just for the moment we are in it. One moment strings into the next. The colors and surroundings and circumstances of that moment constantly changes. Any tiny moment of inner peace we can capture within all of the changes need not transform along with everything else. If we are a little careful and a little mindful, a moment of peace is a moment we can keep and revisit. This is the post from August 2021, every year has a new one in it. A bunch of new ones, actually. When something is a circle, it doesn't particularly start or stop at any one place. That is true of a year. Not only is it a circle, it is kind of an arbitrary way to chunk up time into manageable pieces. People invented the year as a way to describe time. Naturally, one of the best ways to do that is, well, nature. Seasons turn in the great circle of a year, yes, I know seasons are caused by planetary tilt and orbit which is actually an ellipse, but I'm in no mood for pedantics. Either way, when and how you mark the new year is pretty arbitrary. Celebrate it any time you like, or multiple times. 
Perception and emotions change in a blink. Each new moment can be a fresh start. Any day can be New Year's Day. This is that new school year time of year. We parents, I suspect, are a bit sentimental at the passage of time. Students, I suspect, are a mix depending on how they feel about school. I'm not sure what anyone is feeling or doing with the pandemic-sized wrenches that have been thrown in everyone's schedules. I'm a fan of fall, so I always look to this part of the year with a fairly high degree of anticipation. Even now that I'm no longer connected to the school year per se, I still feel a sort of anticipation. It brings the hope of cooler weather, back to business and a more predictable workflow, and of course, pumpkin spice everything. Harvest and Halloween as the mark of a new year resonates with me as much as confetti and champagne in January, maybe more so. It felt right to do a year ahead reading today. I'm still trying to think of a better name for this layout. If you have a suggestion, please, feel free to drop it in the comments. By any name, any day is a good day for a new year. All you need to do is choose your moment and begin. Two nine cards is particularly draws my attention to September. Whether you are connected to the American school year or not, it feels like September might be an opportune energy environment for productivity. The song Danger Zone comes to mind, especially the part about overdrive and all fairness and full disclosure, that is when I'm planning to let some schemes out into the wild, so this bit might be projection on my part, take all of that with whatever size grain of salt you'd like. Like the year ahead layout says, let's begin with right now. Okay, back to New Year Eve, in December 2021. I'm going to follow an intuitive impulse right now and reread and reframe these cards for the actual new year tonight. You are welcome to watch the original reading on YouTube, on the blog, or through the link in this podcast episode description. I would say the Nine of Cups still applies right now. We are finishing up the fall holidays and that energy still resonates as much at the end of the season where we are now as it did at the beginning when I first pulled the card. Keep it up, in other words. This seemed to be a subdued year as far as the holidays were concerned. Warm, cozy, intimate small circle gatherings, connecting with your closest of close relationships is the thing for the winter too. That's the part to keep up more than any indulgence or raucous celebration. Even though the fall season has ended, its energy lingers a bit. Cups is often the suit of romance. The winter card, the two of cups from the August reading is still a perfect fit, even as we begin the winter instead of looking ahead to it from the early days of fall. If you are wondering, I'm mentally doing the arms up for the win, stuck the landing gesture. I love a good intuitive hit, this is a season where little things means even more than usual and this is a season to lavish warmth and TLC on those you love. The two of cups is the card of committed, intimate relationships. It often goes with weddings and marriage. As every jewelry commercial on television will tell you, this is a good time of year for that sort of thing too. No matter what the relationship is, by any definition, give it as much warmth, appreciation, attention and tender care as you can muster this season. For spring, the high priest, I here teach them anew. I'm glad that for whatever reason I picked up this deck for the reading back in August. This deck is my favorite for the high priest. Right now it definitely has that shamanistic, keeper of the mythology sort of feel to it much more than the social convention, popish rules and regulations energy that so often comes with the Pamela Smith and Marseille artwork for the card. It make me feel that it might just be a mild winter and will let us turn to spring quickly and easily. It has a heady, philosophical feel about it. It has a teach the children feel about it. Care for the little ones. It is a time of gentleness and appreciation for nature. 
and following the flow of things in the process. Full disclosure, this might be a private issue popping in, so please forgive this break from my usual rules about this kind of topic, but I feel pushed that someone else out there might benefit. My recovering fundamentalist brothers and sisters, if Easter is toxic for you, don't do it. Consider this a cosmic permission slip to reject, avoid or run away. This isn't a rear for spiritual law and order. This is the year for spiritual diversity and inclusion. If a particular tradition speaks to you, then yes, by all means follow it fully. If not, by all means follow whatever spiritual path that allows you to live a life of compassion and contentment and be at peace with yourself. In my mind's eye, I see the high priest as the Dalai Lama who said my religion is very simple. My religion is kindness. The spring energy pulls us to kindness and teaching it by example if nothing else. The Nine of Swords is another card where I love Ellen Duggan's interpretation and Mark Evans' representation. Calling it a drama queen sort of card is just the energy for summer. Here I'm reminded of the Disney TV show Wizards of Waverly Place where the mom is made into a local internet celebrity with a montage of her telling her kids to knock it off. This card is playing the knock it off lady for us. There are enough real world crap to deal with without adding psychological drama on top of it all. This is a call to knock it off and get over ourselves and get to whatever work is at hand. It will really be time for storm cleanup during the sunny days of summer, metaphorically speaking. The page of wands still fits as the year card, too. Pages are symbolic of learning. Wands are symbolic of our inner world, our inner passions. Wands are related to the element of fire. The word crucible just stepped forward. The heat and pressure of the past several years may have changed us on a deeper, more molecular level than we realized. 2022 might be a year of getting reacquainted with ourselves. May we all find more strength and peace and health and happiness and love and kindness than we expected. Thank you again for watching, reading and listening. I hope you will join me in 2022 for more short sip daily readings, you choose interactive readings, the new membership tier on Kofi plus a few exciting new things that will unfold probably over the winter season. Of course, private email readings are always available with no appointment needed. Your attention and support for all of this means so much. I appreciate each of you. Thank you and Happy New Year to all. The card deck pictured is Witch's Tarot with artwork by Mark Evans, used under the permissions granted on the Llewellyn Publishing website.